This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't I guess I'll have to exercise. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I am not a doctor and I am not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose some weight. And I'm not happy to uh, announce that I'm actually up a bit. I think my last, I was like 234 and a half, and I'm up to basically 235. So not a huge gain, but I really wanted to get that scale going in the right direction. And of course, we always have our excuses. I think I have, well, is there really such a thing as a good excuse? I had, have you ever had this? I had a sewer backup into my house. And if you're like, do you mean like poo and stuff? Yep. It's not a lot of fun. And it also turns out it's really expensive to have somebody come in and fix it. And I've still, it's not over. That's the fun thing. The city is going to come out and basically rip up my sidewalk. There's a pipe down there that's broken that caused things to uh, back up. But between the stress of, oh my gosh, what's going on to you want how much to flush this out? That was, wow. You know, you don't expect a four figure plumbing bill, but. That's what it, it looked like. Somebody flushed a small Christmas tree down into my plumbing. So that was part of it. The other thing is it's getting nice out and I'm noticing something. And, and if depending on where you're at, this, this could be completely different for you. But for me, I've gone from getting up and exercising on a spin bike, generating tons of sweat to, Hey, look, it's 50 degrees outside. Let's walk around the neighborhood. And so I'm not burning as many calories. And I really want to work on some weightlifting. That's where I want to go next. So food wise, I I found myself doing a little, little uh, stress eating and exercise wise, you know, water wise and sleep wise, I think I'm okay. But the cool thing is I met this guy, Stu Schaefer, and uh, saw that he's got this thing called, it's a different kind of style of weight. Well, I don't know if it's different, but he's all about thermogenic weight loss. And so Stu was like, hey, would you be interested in having me on the show? 
And I just went over, and he's got a thing on his website. If you go to StuSchaefer.com, he's got a thing. It's the manifesto, the champion's code, the tribe, the manifesto. And it's all about really just getting that mindset. In fact, I love the one thing where he's like, I will stay focused on my goals. And that's one of the things that I think is really one of my biggest problems. Because when something comes up, like, I don't know, you have poo in your basement, it's hard to stay focused on, I've got to eat right, I've got to, you know, I'm tracking my food and all sorts of other stuff. So I'm not beating myself out about that. I realize, like, okay, new week, let's start it over, let's get going. But uh, there's some other things here that Stu talked about, and I really enjoyed my talk. So with that, I'm going to shut up. I'll have a link in the show notes to stuschafer.com slash logical because Stu is going to give away some really cool stuff for us. But here's my talk with Stu. All right. Well, Stu, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. My pleasure, man. I am so excited to be here. And I was kind of browsing your website and I saw something and I was like, oh, we have to dive into what in the heck is the thermogenic state? That sounds like something out of like Star Trek or something. We, you know, he's in a thermogenic state, Jim. We have to get him out. So what the heck is the thermogenic? I know it, it helps you lose weight. And your whole thing is like you don't have to do anything. It's like you can get your body in the state and you actually burn like calories as you're sleeping or even fat while you're sleeping. So what the heck yeah. is a thermogenic state? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Definitely not something that Spock's doing, although he probably <laughs> would. I mean, if anyone was doing it, it'd be Spock, but that's um, right. really what it is, is this, um, the body has two main states that it can be in. One is called the catabolic state. And unfortunately this is where most people are. And it's what most people put their body in, especially when you do any sort of diet, calorie restricting, that kind of a thing. And the catabolic state means that the body is burning muscle and storing fat. It's it's kind of eating itself away. It's not functioning optimally. And this is why a lot of people find it so difficult to lose weight. Now, the thermogenic state, on the other hand, is when you you trigger your body to start burning fat. And, and you do that actually by eating more and working out less, but but I mean, don't let that fool you. It's not like you're gorging yourself. It's like you're eating the right foods in the right combination at the right times of day. And when you do that, what happens, it signals to the body, hey, we've got an abundance of stuff coming in and it fires up your metabolism. I, I always tell my clients, it's like taking your metabolism and turning it from like a Volkswagen bug or a Pinto into a Ferrari engine. And what happens then is when you combine that with the right kind of exercise at the at the right time at the right intensity you optimize your body so you you do what it's it, it starts doing what it's designed to do and it starts burning fat like crazy and when you do it right and you do it long enough you start burning fat all the time 24/7 whether you're sitting standing awake sleeping whatever and that's what really flips the switch and makes it so much easier to burn fat and stay lean and stay and keep your results. Okay. So how do you go? You mentioned that you've got to eat this right. Obviously I'm pretty sure it's not Twinkies, ice cream and Coke. That's probably not the combination you're looking for. So how do you go about doing that? Right. So this is what's really funny. Well, not funny. I don't know. It's funny to me. I've been in, I've been doing this for about 20 years and I've been interested in fitness for about 25 years. And so I, you have to understand, I've been through almost every diet out there, every diet. So I've seen, I remember when the zone diet came and it was like all the 
people in the the show Friends were doing the Zone Diet, and then yeah. the Adkins was was there, and then they had South Beach and Mediterranean, and now and that was like, and that was probably the late '90s, early 2000s. Before that, it was ultra low fat diets, and before that, all anyone really knew to do was starve yourself. You know, you just <laughs> starve yourself. I mean, and but now we're in this weird fad, and I and I really call it a fad because I've been around long enough to see for what it is. And the fad right now is high fat. So we went from starvation to low fat to low carb to high protein to now high fat. And it's just we're going to look back on this decade and we're going to just shake our heads and go, what were we thinking? And so going back to your question about what to eat to really put this body in the right state, well, you really shouldn't cut out any food groups. Okay. And that's the problem with diets like keto. They're really trendy, but you cut out so much that the body, it, it cannot function how it's supposed to. And I got to tell you, I have worked with more women now than ever, ever, who all of a sudden are having weird thyroid or hormone issues. And I am, I can't say I'm certain, but I, I am seeing a trend with these really high fat and restricted diets where it's causing and wreaking havoc. Okay. And so again, to go back to your main question, what do you eat? Well, it's a blend. And I'm going to give you a couple tips uh, straight away that if you just followed these two or three tips that I'm about to tell you, you'd probably lose, you know, one to two pounds a week for the next two weeks. So the first thing is, and this is where most Americans go wrong, is you got to have breakfast. The fasting thing is, it just, it's driving me nuts because uh, let me, let me give you an example. This is going to kind of drive this home. There's two athletes that are on the opposite end of the spectrum. On one end, you have like fitness competitors. Now, I'm not saying, David, that you want to be a fitness competitor or even that the listeners want to be a fitness competitor. But I, the reason I use this particular athlete is because they are some of the leanest people on the planet. And of all the types of athletes out there, they have the most knowledge and ability to manipulate their, their body and get it to do whatever they want physically. Um, aesthetically, I should say. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have sumo wrestlers, okay? They're, they are athletes, and but they're huge. They're massive. And they do have a lot of muscle, but they also have a lot of fat, okay? Now, the, the, the uh, fitness competitors who are some of the leanest people will eat six to eight meals per day because they know that that's part of putting that body into a thermogenic state. Now, the sumo wrestlers, they will eat one meal per day, one meal per day, because they know when they do that, it allows them to put on weight faster than any other form of eating, okay? Are you tracking with me? Mm -hmm. So when you do this, all of a sudden, fasting becomes popular. We've known for years that that is counterproductive for the body, but what happens is someone does a study and they last for two weeks with 15 participants <laughs> and they take one little shred of finding and then they come up with this thing that this is just amazing. And they list out all these things. Oh, yeah, your testosterone levels are higher when you fast. So it's going to help you add muscle. Well, 
you can get the same boost in testosterone if you just don't eat for three hours. If you work out and you wait three hours after you eat. So, you know, it's not a big thing. You don't have to fast for, you know, 16 hours or whatever. And then they have all these things that are flawed. They're flawed. But people jump on the bandwagon, you see. So you want to eat breakfast. That's the first mistake that people make is they skip breakfast. And then they have a moderate lunch and a massive dinner. And this is why Americans are getting so fat because you know what a bell curve looks like, right, David? Sure. So so if you're listening right now, a bell curve, it's like kind of a big hump. All right. And that's how our body's metabolism works because we're mammals. And so when, when the sun starts setting, our circadian rhythm, our melatonin, all that starts kicking in and our body has to slow down. It's, it's designed to slow down because otherwise we'd be getting up every hour or two to eat or to, to drink water or to go to the bathroom at night and we wouldn't be able to sleep. And so because it slows down at night, that's the worst time to put in a bunch of food, aka energy. And it's even worse to put in carbohydrates because those are like raw energy. And so what do most Americans do at night? Well, they have pasta or they have alcohol and they have a big meal, and then they have dessert to top it off. So they're loading their body with all this energy, and the body has nothing to do with it, so it ends up storing it as fat. If all that people did was switch that around where they ate in the morning and through the middle of the day, and, and they were even if they were fasting and they cut it off in the afternoon and the, and the evening, they'd lose way more weight. I'm not recommending that because you're you're not putting your body in the optimum state. But I'm just saying, if you eat breakfast and you go light on dinner, you're going to start dropping weight pretty quick and it's going to feel much more effortlessly because now you're starting to work with your body. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And and for me, if I am eating in the evening, it's not stuff I should be eating. That's Mm -hmm. where you're like, okay, I'm going to Oh, I shouldn't be eating, but you know what? I'm just gonna well, look. There's there's peanut butter and jelly. Let's do that, or 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 chips or whatever. All the snack foods start screaming your name, and it's like, yeah, that's not. So well, and, you I, know, that's an interesting point, Dave, because that's when people slow down. You know, and mm-hmm. so when you're keeping yourself busy, and especially when you're keeping your mind busy, it's kind of easier to to stay on track. And I know a lot of my clients struggle at night, and I think the majority of people do because you kick back, you all of a sudden you relax, and now now you can kind of start hearing your own thoughts. And then a lot of people either they either want to keep themselves busy, so they do that with food, or they sit there and they go, "Hmm, kind of bored. Hmm, what should I do? Oh, maybe I I kind of want to eat something now." And they like have this this hunger that starts, but it's usually like you said, it's they want something sweet, they want something salty. They don't reach for the celery or, you know, the bell peppers. They reach for like what you said, some peanut butter, maybe some some sugar, some some potato chips, chips and salsa, those types of things. And what I will tell you is this. If 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 there was a time of day that was more important than any other in regards to weight loss and fat loss, the evening is the critical time. Because whatever you do in the evening is going to have the biggest effect on your body. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's, it's funny you say that because that's when the voice in my head says, you, you probably shouldn't do this right now. This is not a good, this is not a good decision. And you're like, 
oh, it, it can't hurt that much. It's only – and then you just lie to yourself, yeah. whatever it is. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, ah, oh, should have listened to that voice in my head. So, yeah, that totally makes sense. And in just a second, Stu is going to give us a tip on what to do when you have cravings at night. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. And now here's that tip to battle nighttime cravings. So, you know, really quick, just a, another little tidbit um, that might help with this. What I found to be very helpful is because people don't, they have this weird thing where, especially in America, you know, us Americans, right? We don't like to be told that we cannot do something. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So what I found is that even me, like when I was growing up, I, I struggled with sugar addiction, right? I went from being anorexic in my early teens to then having this sugar addiction. I could eat a whole quart of ice cream and, and for breakfast and, and it just, it was terrible. <laughs> and so I really struggled with that for a long time. But one of the things that really helped was that when I wanted something, but I knew it was a bad time to have it, I would write it down and I would just tell myself, okay, I, if I still want it tomorrow, I'll have it with lunch mm. because that's when your metabolism is the highest. Remember that bell curve. And so if you are going to cheat, if you were to cheat at lunch, that's going to have a, a significantly uh, smaller or lower impact than if you were going to cheat at night or at dinner. Okay. So even that alone where you're like, okay, cool. I can have it. I am just going to have it tomorrow. And then odds are you're not going to want it tomorrow anyway. But if you do, you give yourself permission to have it in moderation. Man, that makes so much sense. Because I know for me, even sometimes I'll say, all right, uh, we're going to put this on pause for like, even if it's just 10 minutes, 10, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. and we'll see if I still, and half the time, uh, I will even forget to look at my watch because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, pr I'm probably bored. Or I think a lot of times I will now go and grab a glass of water and I'm not really hungry. I'm dehydrated mm. or something, or I'm just, a lot of times I just need to get my mind on something else. And the minute I start working on something else, well, lo and behold, 20 minutes goes by and I totally forgot about the fact that I'm waiting 20 minutes to eat something. And it's not till I go to bed. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't eat the thing. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't want it. So that's, that's a, great a good tip. point. 
so I mean, I know, so I said I was going to give you three tips. And the first one is to eat breakfast and be careful what you're doing at night. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to the other two. But you brought up something that's super important. I want to deviate and focus on that. And that's the craving piece where you're like, gosh, sometimes I'm dehydrated. The biggest reason that people get cravings in the first place is they're, they're lacking some sort of a nutrient or a vitamin or mineral, especially because now the foods just don't have what they once had. And so the, the best way to cut cravings is to take a legitimate, like high quality multivitamin. I recommend it be in a powder, a powder form because then it actually gets absorbed. And I also recommend that it's something called a whole food supplement. And I'm not sure if you know what that is, David, but when it's a whole food supplement, you actually get the vitamins and nutrients. Do you, do you know the difference? I don't. And that's when you said a high quality vitamin. I was like, so this isn't, you know, one a day or, or so, this stuff. So yeah, this is interesting. So when something says whole food supplement on it, this is really cool. What they do in essence is they'll take the foods and they'll freeze dry them and grind them up. I'm sure you've seen the commercials like I have for that beetroot powder, the super beets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that is, right? So what they do is they freeze dry beets and they grind them up into this powder. So you get this really concentrated form of beets. And one tablespoon of that powder is the equivalent of eating, I think, eight beets. Okay, so it's a way to get the vitamins without having to eat all that food. Well, it's the same thing with a good multivitamin. They take all the the fruits or vegetables or whatever, and they freeze dry them and grind them up into this powder so that you're getting the vitamins and minerals from a whole food source, hence the name whole food supplement. Hmm. Now, that's different because the vitamins that you mentioned, like the one a day, those are called manufactured vitamins, and that's where they're actually cooking them up in a lab. And the body just doesn't absorb them the same. And so, yeah, there's still benefit in taking those. But to take a a whole food powdered vitamin gives you like 10 times the benefit to the point where you can actually feel a difference when you take it. Nice. I will definitely check that. Is this usually green? Because I I have so I I bought something at Walmart once. It was some sort of, you know, (laughs) magic green powder. You put it in. It's got eight million vitamins in it and it tastes like grass. And you're like, "Mm, (laughs) mama, whip me up another glass of grass. I can't drink. Wait to wash that down. So, you know, I don't know about that. So I the one I take, (laughs) it tastes actually the one I take, I recommend to my clients and they sometimes will tell me it's it's too sweet. Um, they, They use a little fructose, but I like it. And um, it tastes kind of like if you were to mix it in water, I mean, it would taste like a Gatorade or something like that. Nice. Um, the guy who makes it is super cool. Anytime I get on the phone with him, he ends up talking to me for like an hour, tell me all about it. I'm like, dude, I love it already. You don't have to tell me about it. I, I already, <laughs> I love it. So, but so that would, that would be the, the first thing to cut cravings. And then another thing that you can do is go brush your teeth, you know, and, and mm. the, that flavor will kind of like, make things taste bad. So at least you won't want it. Like just get the toothbrush, go get the toothpaste, put it in and brush your teeth. And that in in itself will save you from like 90% of your cravings. Well, first thing I want to ask, you mentioned the, the, the uh, whole, I have it written down here, whole food supplement. Is that available at your website? Yeah. So I don't sell one. Um, but so I'm kind of, you know, kind of like Pat Flynn, I'm like a crash test dummy, but for health and fitness. So 
There's a there's a page on my website. It's a resource page. It's stuschafer.com slash resources. And that's everything that I personally use and that I recommend for my clients. And nice. So there's there's a, a couple things. I I'm not a huge supplement guy. So if I if I recommend something, it must be good because some some of the the trainers out there, they're like supplement fiends, you know, like they're taking like 20 things for breakfast. And I've always tried to do everything naturally so that if you get results, you keep the results. You don't have to rely on something else. But when it comes to like something like the vitamin that most of us are deficient in, I I, arguably that's something that I think everybody should probably be be taking, you know? Awesome. Well, we'll have links to everything out at logicalloss.com slash 432, including uh, Stu's website, which he said again, stuschafer.com. What are the other two uh, tips here to... uh, Get us into that thermogenic state. Okay, so breakfast was one and, and making sure that you're careful at dinner. The second thing that that you really got to do is you got to eat a, a protein at every meal, all right? But it can't just be any protein. And this is where a lot of people get mistaken. So let me give you an example. The most common mistake that I that I hear people make, even my clients, I, I sometimes I'm like, I think I taught you better than this. What are, what are you doing? <laughs> is um, nuts are not a protein, okay? Nuts are not a protein. Nuts are a fat. And so let me explain why they're not a protein and why the only sources of protein that you should really consider protein are are animal sources, all right? And if you're a vegetarian or you're a vegan listening, I get that maybe you're going to do things a little bit differently, but this could also be if you're if you're struggling a little bit, like maybe you're you're thin, but you just don't have much muscle tone. This could be the culprit. So you have um, animal proteins, and that would be things like fish, poultry, meats, you know, um, eggs, cottage cheese, those types of things, um, and seafood. And then you have uh, incomplete proteins, which would be like the protein in nuts or the protein in legumes or beans or something like that. And the difference is what's called the amino acid profile. And that's just a fancy term to say like some proteins have what's called a complete protein, which means they have all the amino acids in the right combinations for the body to actually absorb them and use them. And an incomplete protein doesn't have all those things. So you have to try to combine them and the body doesn't really absorb incomplete proteins that well. So you don't absorb 100%. Let me just clarify that because maybe that came out a little confusing. Let's say you had um, uh, some fish, salmon, and you look on the package and it says 20 grams of protein. Your body's going to take the all, tw- all 20 of those grams of protein and actually be able to utilize them and absorb them. And that's going to go to recovering your muscles, speeding up your metabolism and, and uh, other great functions. Okay. Now, let's say you looked at nuts and you're like, oh, I'm going to have some almonds and they have eight grams of protein. Great. Let's just use 10, 10 grams of protein. Okay, cool. Your body may only absorb and be able to utilize with a combination of other things to try to get that to complete. It might only utilize like six or five grams. So you're you're not getting much. Instead, you're, the, the nuts are primarily fats. So you just have to, you have to know what things really are. Beans, for example, are really a carbohydrate. Right, the the protein source really isn't going to act like a protein. So, for all intensive purposes, you really should consider it a carb. 
Okay. Does that kind of make sense? Absolutely. I just know for me, I, I've, I've, I've fallen down that rabbit hole with nuts and it's like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, and then it's always like, oh, just take a hand. When was the last time you ate a single handful of nuts? Cause if it, it's, it's like potato chips, you're like, oh, those are good. And then you just start shoveling in that, the, you know, another, another handful, another handful. And uh, it's one of those things that like, if I leave, if I bring house in the nuts, house in the nuts, let's try that again. If I bring nuts into the house, um, <laughs> I know the scale's going to go up because. It's, it's just, yeah, they don't come in my house anymore because I, same thing. Oh, it's protein and, and it's a good fat in some cases. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, nah, not really. So uh, awesome. So yeah, get some protein in with your meal. And uh, the last tip. Yeah. So the, so we talked about the eat, making sure you eat breakfast, getting a protein at each meal. And then the last thing is you just want to have, you want to have multiple meals a day. You want to, I would say you know, if you were asking me, like the minimum you should have is really four. I mean, theoretically, it's it's five, but I get that a lot of people that might intimidate. But if you could shoot for a goal of having five small meals a day, that that is like that is crucial to getting your body into this thermogenic state. And think of it this way. And this is why the fasting just bothers me, it just irritates me. You know that, David? Just irritates me. <laughs> is um everyone's always for the last 40 years for the last 40 years they've always used the same analogy because it's been proven every time you eat it's like throwing a log on a fire okay yeah. and so if you don't eat let's say you put a bunch of logs on the fire all at once in the morning well that fire is going to burn it's going to rage for a little bit and then it's going to end up burning them all out but if you kind of pace it and you and you constantly feed the fire through the day, what you're going to have is you're going to have a much larger, longer burning fire. And that fire is your metabolism and the logs are your meals. And so not only does eating smaller, more frequent meals put your body into this fat burning state, but it does so much more. It, it makes digestion way easier. It prevents you from having hunger pains and, and cravings due to hunger. It balances out and regulates your blood sugar. It gives you a ton of energy, keeps you focused, and um, helps with your thyroid and hormones and, and everything, Okay, especially if you're drinking water with every meal. Helps keep you hydrated. And so... What we've, we've, we've just gone off the rails, my friend. And I just, it's just so, it's just odd to me that we're like, okay, yeah, let's just, let's just go to bed at like 10 o'clock at night and our last meal will be at eight. And then we're going to get up and we're not going to eat till like 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon. And it's like, this is sheer madness because all you're doing is you're going to slow the body down. And so these, these folks who do the fasting, they'll see progress in the beginning. You will on any diet. You just will. But then they hit a plateau really quick. And then what happens is they're slowing down their body. They're losing muscle and they're they're setting themselves up to fail. And uh, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, I know when I tried the fasting thing and I was there's all these different things. That I was like, so in, in a nutshell, if you boil it down, it was skip breakfast. And I was like and like you said, I, I'm trying to make it to, you know, 12 o'clock, one o'clock. And I was like, now I'm starving to death. And then I would have this giant lunch and just, it was like, once you start eating that, it's like, and then they're like, oh, but you're in your window. It was just so dumb. And yeah, I, the window, I right. Yeah. The window. 
So, and it, it was kind of a fun gamification because you'd add an app and you like, it started like, okay. And you can see, Ooh, I'm up to, I'm up to nine hours, you know? And it was just like, you can, you can eat in six hours and you're like, okay. But yeah, that wasn't, uh, was not my, my favorite thing. I quit doing that after a while. So I, and for me, it just, it just is the thing that I learned from it was, which is what we're talking about earlier. Like, Hey, you know what I did? I quit snacking at night and I skipped breakfast. So I'll tell you what, let's put the difference. Let's quit snacking at night and I'll eat breakfast mm-hmm. and you end up with a better uh, solution that way. So that is the, uh, some of the secrets to the thermogenic state. Uh, you can find all this stuff. And uh, I understand you've brought a fun gift for us. Absolutely, man. So yeah, to all the listeners, what we're going to do is I'm going to kind of bundle all my freebies. So if you're, if you're like confused, which most people are, and I, Honestly, I don't blame you. Sometimes even I've gotten confused and I do this for a living because of the crazy misinformation out there. Um, I'm going to give all your listeners uh, my free masterclass, my fat loss blueprint, which is the same formula I use and that all my clients use because it it just it works. And so if someone's trying to get started and they want to know like for sure, like what do you what do I do? It goes through everything. And you can take the thermogenic quiz to see if you're putting your body into that thermogenic state or if you're in that catabolic state. And so I'm going to give all those to your listeners for free and they can find that at a special link that I made just for you, uh, stewshafer.com slash logical. Logical, that's right. stewshafer.com slash logical. And uh, yeah, you just go over there and you'll get uh, you'll be able to get instant access to all those resources. I appreciate that. And again, I'll have links to that. If you if you can't remember, stuschafer.com slash logical. Remember, go to logicalloss.com slash 433. That's where all the links will be. Stu, man, thank you for coming. That was some, you got me thinking. I'm happy that I now get to eat breakfast and I don't have to <laughs> starve myself till two. So. I'm glad, man. The worst thing, so I noticed, you know, you had said that your window was like 1900 calories. And yeah. You know, like you could probably, if you did, if you kind of mixed everything right, like we're talking about, I I would really wait. I'd put a lot of money on on saying that you could probably really boost that up and lose weight faster because you'd be working with your body. Um, calories is like the old school thing, and and we got to shift our focus off of calories and more on what's called nutrients, which is actual foods that you're eating. And the yeah. worst thing that anyone could do to try to lose weight is do a a calorie restriction because what that'll do is it'll actually cause you to lose muscle, slow down your body, and it'll set you up to, to then gain the weight because you're, you won't burn as much as you used to. Okay. Yeah. And especially when you're getting older, then you're, you're losing muscle just do that lovely thing called age. Yeah. Yay. So uh, you got to keep those going because more muscle means more, you know, calories are getting burned in the whole nine yards. So, yeah, it's one of those things I'm I'm definitely looking into. I, I've actually got a couple of things I, I pulled out that I'm starting to now do a little more weight training than cardio. And I know that's another pet peeve of yours. <laughs> cardio, cardio, cardio. Like, well, hold on now. But uh, we we can talk about that in a uh, another episode. So uh, I'll definitely would you like to come back sometime, man, because this was fun. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Stop doing so much cardio, people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, check him out, StuSchafer.com. Stu, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, David. 
as he kept asking me, does that make sense? Yeah, it actually does. And I've always wondered about that fasting thing. I'm like, that just, it just seems, I understand that you're going to burn stuff because there's, there's nothing left to burn. But in some cases you end up burning yourself, you know, your muscles and things like that. And that's the last thing you want to do. So thank you so much for listening to the show. If you do want to be a logical loser and help support the show, it's only five bucks a month and it helps keep the lights on here. And with that latest plumbing bill, man, could we use some logical losers in that accountability club? Do thank everyone who's already there. And uh, thank you so much for listening and for supporting the show. I hope I'm going to be doing this right now as I record this, it's eight o'clock. And that's basically for me at seven o'clock. I'm like the kitchen is closed. And some nights I actually say that out loud. And that's what I'm starting this week. That's going to be my one thing. Just no eating after seven o'clock. And then I'm when I wake up, I'm going to basically eat when I'm hungry. I like that idea of throwing the log on the fire. So thanks so much for listening. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. Everything we talked about will be out at LogicalLoss.com slash 433. The new you starts right now. We'll see you soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin.